everyone, I want to welcome you to the Honey Glow Up podcast in which we learn to be our authentic selves in a world that tries to conform us to be like everybody else. I'm your host, Tasia. I'm a teacher. I'm an educator. I'm an entrepreneur. I do all the things, child. And I'm grateful that you joined us today. We have such a great and amazing show planned for y'all today. And I'm so excited to talk about confidence. And today's topic is confidence. We're going to talk about some of my confidence issues because, child, sometimes confidence comes easy to some people. But for me, listen, it was a struggle. So I'm excited to talk to you guys about my journey to confidence, some of my experiences, and then I'm going to hit you guys with some four tips that helped me in glowing up in the area of my confidence. As usual, we're going to start with our quote for the day. We're going to follow that up with a new segment that I call Book of the Month, in which we're going to discover, we're going to talk about one book per month that I just choose, one of the books that I've read throughout my journey that I felt was essential to my early 20s growth. I had this period of time in my early 20s where I just read all of these self-help books and all of these spiritual books like by authors like Paulo Coelho and Don Miguel Ruiz and all of these people that just talked about your spiritual journey as well as you know self-help books in which that would really help cultivate a productive mindset. So I read a lot of these different books in my early 20s so I felt like these book talk segments um, and we in which we discuss a book every month would potentially help you guys and give you guys some further reading and knowledge to expand your mind and expand your world. With that being said, we have our quote for the day. And our quote for the day is actually by an Instagram account that I literally just found. And it is at K-I-M-A-N-I-F-A-M-B-R-O. And the quote says, I pour selectively, I don't water everything. So... (laughs) When I first saw this quote, I completely resonated because it's so easy, especially like I feel like as women, but if you're a man and you do the same thing, you know, I mean, hey, we're all people, we all can experience different things, but I can can only talk from what I identify as. I have found myself consistently wanting to pour into everything. And when I say pour, I mean give out either energy, um, my time, my peace, everything, just because I wanted to help so bad. I am a I am a recovering people pleaser. So I definitely always wanted to be the one to make everybody happy, do what I felt they wanted me to do, and just be liked by everyone and that came out of sacrifice to myself. So this quote spoke numbers to me because it made me reflect on my growth. It said, I pour selectively. And I I pour selectively. I don't water everything. First of all, one thing I definitely learned is you cannot pour from an empty cup because the only thing that happens is, well, you become dehydrated, you know? You can only give what you have. And what I'm learning in this season is I can only give my best self when my cup is already full and I'm giving the overflow to the people that are around me. So, and that also helps me. It helps me alleviate burnout for myself and also alleviates me from self-sabotaging behavior because not only am I a recovering people pleaser, but I'm also a recovering self-sabotager. And with that being said, that quote, definitely resonated with me. I hope it resonated with you, but let me know. And now on to our book segment. But before we begin, we do have a word from our sponsors. If you or someone you know has a child that isn't doing the best academically and may feel insecure due to severe learning loss, You've Got This Tutoring has an excellent one-to-one tutoring program that not only educates, but also empowers. They create personalized curriculums that cater to each of their students' needs and has proven to raise grade levels and confidence in each of their students in a short amount of time. Follow them on Instagram at YGT Tutoring and take a look at their website, y 
t.net to get the special children in your life with not only a tutor, but a mentor. Don't hesitate to send a message to You've Got This Tutoring and sign yourself up for a free consultation and ask them to tell you about their deals for the spring semester. Don't forget to tell them that Honey Glow Up sent you. This book is called, this book that we're going to be discussing for this month, which is mid-month, so it's like January, in the middle of January, but we'll say like from mid-January to mid-February, we're going to be discussing The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, and if you haven't read this book, it's very insightful, and it basically lays out the four things that we should always cultivate in our life. So every week, we're going to go through another one of the agreements and we shall discuss well I will discuss because y'all ain't here with me but we will discuss how that particular agreement has resonated in my life and why I feel like it is important and then hopefully from what I share you guys can also reflect and think about how it has also impacted you or if you if that is something that you want to embed into your mindset and your lifestyle and things like that so the first agreement that the book talks about is be impeccable with your word and it doesn't come as a coincidence but I was talking to a friend this yesterday (laughs) I was talking to my best friend yesterday and um one thing she said was, you know, be impeccable with your word. She's like, wow, you're so impeccable with your word. She was just, she was referring that to me. And when she said that, I was like, interesting. That's from the book. And it's so interesting that she quoted that in reference to me having a conversation with her. So you may, if you haven't read the book, you're probably like, okay, what does it mean? What does that mean? Be impeccable with your word. When it says be impeccable with your word, it basically speaks about the power of your words. Think about this. So many times we say, first of all, we say a lot of words in the day. Um, As I'm speaking, I've added maybe like 150,000 words to my daily words of the day. We have to think about what purpose are the words that we're saying? What purpose do they have? What purpose do the words that we say have? Because what we say has power to either uplift or it has power to be destructive. And once we realize that our words have that much power of life and of death, then we end up recognizing the power that we have as humans and the control that we have over what we say and what comes out of our mind and what we think. When it says to be impeccable with your word, how I interpret it is what what you say holds value. So let's say like I'm walking around and because the topic is on confidence today, I'm walking around this earth and I'm talking about, oh, I'm so ugly. I really hate the way my look. I hate my hair today. I just I just really wish I looked different. I want a different face. I want a different body. I just hate how I look. First of all, me saying that, I felt terrible. But you hearing that, how did that make you feel? What you say holds power. And when you say, when we're saying be impeccable with your word, we're saying be intentional and have purpose for what you want to say. Is what you're about to say kind? Is what you're about to say going to add something to somebody's life? Is what you're going to say going to uplift somebody or or De- distract somebody what meanings or what is the purpose of what you are going to say have and hold in the whole concept of the world what purpose does it have what purpose does it hold so that is one thing that um be impeccable with your word does cultivate in the meaning and what it talks about in the book for me and why my friend said that I was impeccable with my word was because we were discussing so back to my friend my friend told me that I was impeccable with my word because I was telling her a situation in which I was kind of not really like protecting someone but I was essentially saying that I don't want to be the person to expose or demean somebody's character to somebody else especially if they haven't had a similar experience with them and 
also, I am not the type to deal with somebody and then, you know, just spread all their secrets and spread all their lies and to other people and gossip about them either. I just don't do that because, first of all, I honestly feel like people come into our lives for a reason. And also, people are reflections of us in certain points of time. They can be reflections or they can be mirrors. So, honestly, I I feel like someone's character, me demeaning somebody else's character, like if I had a negative experience with them or anything like that, only says more about me. And I say that because at a certain time, I was in close not even it doesn't even have to, I'm not even referring to just romantic relationships I'm talking about relationships in general but at a certain point in time I if I'm demeaning somebody's character what does that say about me because first of all I am the person that once frequented and hung out with this person a lot was this person a reflection of me was this person a mirror of me they're the same thing I'm sorry mirrors and windows right so was this a person a window of me or was this person a mirror of me a window is basically something that you can see out of something that you can see like a window like showing you a different way a mirror is something that's reflecting back at you you know so think of it that way when i'm talking about windows and mirrors therefore for me not only does it's just a, a distasteful thing about demeaning i just I just don't do it. <laughs> so my friend said that I was impeccable with my word. And I want to challenge you guys to be impeccable with your word too. And and we can just start off with questioning yourself when you're about to say something that you are unsure about, right? You can start there because um, I think implementing it in your everyday life may be a little bit harder, but we can start with like bigger situations such as Let's say you're going to have a difficult conversation with somebody and instead of initially just going off and just saying what you have to say, stop and think. Does what I say have value? Is this going to uplift or is this going to make this person feel terrible about themselves? And what is the purpose of what I'm saying? Does it hold purpose? Does it hold value in the whole scheme of things of everything that we have gone through, everything that we dealt with? What purpose does this have? And see what kind of result it what result comes from that from you stopping and reflecting and being self-aware about what you will say and how how those words can affect the person that you are going to be saying them to. That is our book segment. I'm excited for next week because next week we're going to talk about the second the second agreement, and we'll find out what that is next week. But if you already read the book, you can kind of. You already kind of know. We have made it. <laughs> we have made it to our main topic about confidence. So I hope you guys have did listen to the episode with my sister from last week. And I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I, when I first started this podcast, I batched about a whole month's worth of content in November. And that's why the first two episodes are... Um, one really short and two they if you look at the youtube video the date is like november and i am talking and talking and i don't really have a clear point um but i'm gonna be real with you guys i have grown so much from november to december when i first started my first episode officially that i literally had to redo everything so this is currently me currently right now those other episodes before except for the one with my sister last week have been batched from november so the first two episodes are batched from november and we are actually currently in january and recording in real time and the reason for that is like i said some of the things that i was talking about in november i've grown from that and i feel no need to talk about it in the way that I once was talking about it. So those topics will come up, however, not in the way that I once was voicing them prior. 
that was just a little disclaimer but i hope that you guys listened to the last episode with my sister and i in which we talked about managing family dynamics it was a phenomenal conversation that i had with my sister and i think that it was well first of all it was very raw i got some feedback from it it was very raw we were just talking as if we were having a conversation so it was kind of like an inside inside a sneak peek into just a very deep conversation that we actually have never had ever in um real you know like that deep in person ever before so this was kind of an episode in which we were processing things together and it was very powerful and very deep and I really believe that a lot of y'all will benefit from the advice and from the experiences that we both had um, with managing our diverse families um, situations. Therefore, the reason why I brought that up was because that episode took a lot of courage and a lot of confidence on both of our parts because that was a very, very uncomfortable conversation that we had and was making it public. I know I spoke, I speak about my past relationship in almost every single episode, but even me speaking about that more in more detail was uncomfortable because I am not the type of person to really like explain or express my thoughts or my feelings to anybody that is not close to me. So this is really, it was really just a very deep, very insightful conversation regardless. But like I was saying, me being able to speak, me and my sister being able to speak so in depth about our family relationships took confidence and it also took courage and confidence is something that social media makes it seem like it's so easy it makes it seem like people just go on they put their filters on and they just prance around with their filters they do reels you know there's influencers out there um we know that they're making so much money just being themselves makeup fashion and they just look so confident and maybe they are right but for me confidence did not come easy it was an actual struggle and a fight i actually had to fight i feel like i had to for my confidence and it wasn't until maybe um I want to say until a year ago and a lot of these things I'm 28 years old I'm gonna say that again I don't know if I said this before but it wasn't until last year that I totally feel that I have confidence in myself The years prior, I was building up on it, but it wasn't until last year that I felt and I feel confident about every part of myself. And I only say that to say that it takes time, especially if you're coming from a very low place. It takes time to build confidence. It takes time to love who you are. It takes time to understand your workings because to this day, I don't fully understand my workings to the utmost extent i don't i'm still learning about myself every single day just how i i told you guys that in november was i'm different than i was in december when i recorded the episode with my sister and now it's january and i'm different from who i was in december confidence did not come easy for me and as a child it's not like anyone was really calling me ugly i don't really know why i felt so ugly And as a, you know, as an adolescent, especially high school, I felt so ugly. I felt so undesirable. And you know what? Once I was in high school, I reached a point in which my self-worth and how I felt about how I looked was strongly attached to how many guys would like me or if I had a boyfriend or not or if um, guys would find me pretty or if guys would look at me in school and i just remember as a in high school wanting a boyfriend so bad and i had these friends who i thought were so pretty and they all had guys like around them and i was just kind of like just there 
but I felt so undesirable. I felt so undesired. It will, last year wasn't the start of my confidence journey. It was a culmination of probably the beginning senior year of high school. Senior year in high school, which is almost got like almost 10 years, almost like 10, 10 years ago. So I, you know, ugh, okay. So I basically, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to tell this story. <laughs> okay. So 10th grade, I had a... I had a friend and I had a friend that I met in elementary school. I want to say like third grade, no, first grade I met this guy. And, you know, we liked each other in first grade. And uh, when we, we got older and I ended up leaving that school at third grade and he stayed and graduated and he moved to South Carolina. And so... In high school, somehow, you know, MySpace, I don't know if, I don't know if y'all are, whoever's listening to this, I don't know if y'all know about MySpace, because this new generation is a little bit different, but <laughs> my, I had a, MySpace was like the thing, it wasn't like Facebook or Instagram, it was like MySpace, so I fa- we found each other on MySpace, and so then we were talking, and you know, <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling this story. We were talking and everything like that and I really did like him I thought I mean I thought I liked him and then also like I said I wasn't getting no attention in my at school this dude was in South Carolina I'm over here on MySpace talking to this dude in South Carolina um and so he had a girlfriend and so you know I I was like oh, okay you know I was like dang he has a girlfriend or whatever and so eventually you know he ends up breaking up with the girlfriend or something like that and he ends up being like oh yeah I broke up with her for you and I me I'm like 14 I thought that was the best thing in life girl but boy I thought it was the best thing in life I thought I made it I thought I made it somewhere um so he told me that and I was like wow thinking that you know okay like this could be a thing it could be long distance whatever my my 14 year old 15 year old mind was thinking I don't know Anyways, long story short, this thing, well, we never were together, but sometimes he would come back to New York and we would go to the movies or something like that. And but it wasn't like a relationship, though. And so, but it never was a thing. I just remember, like, our conversations ended up getting really dry and just distasteful. And then we ended up dissing ourselves. Do you know that put me in such a state of depression? And also because I was on the, I think what happened was I was on the MySpace and I saw that he was still like talking to other girls and stuff like that. But then he told me that he left this girl for me. So I was like distraught in tears. Like you couldn't tell me nothing, girl. I was distraught. So that had a huge impact on my 10th grade experience because I kind of really put my value and all my worth into a guy actually liking me or finding me attractive and that experience put me in a very depressed place. I remember just coming home from school laying in my bed and watching do y'all know when Tyra had a talk show? Well, her talk show would come on after I got home from school all the time. So I was just laying in bed eating Pop-Tarts and watching Tyra falling asleep. Just like really just depressed. And mentally, I, I just felt, you know, I just felt horrible. I don't know about that. So I recognize that I tied a lot of my value and a lot of my worth into if a guy would like me or not. And because of that, my confidence plummeted even more because that's not where you should tie your comp. That's not where anybody should tie their confidence to. You know what I mean? Anyways, it wasn't until senior year that I really started feeling confident. And I'm going to tell you how. So what happened was in senior year, I was accepted into this program in my school called WISE. And what WISE was, was... (laughs) What Wise was, was, what Wise did was they allowed 
us to find an internship and actually work for half of the school year. So half of my senior year, I'd be taking my classes. The other half of senior year, I would be working in an internship. And my interest was fashion. So I was looking for, I actually was able, I was actually connected to um, a designer and we, and I was interning for a fashion designer in my last semester of high school, which was pretty cool. And I'm going to say that experience really did boost my confidence because I finally found where I, I felt like I finally found where I fit. Fashion was my thing. I was working with a designer. It wasn't as glamorous as it sounds, so girl, it was, it was not, <laughs> it was not. But that experience, I was around some really, my some really good people that all were into the same things, and we really uplifted each other. We always dressed how we felt comfortable dressing. Didn't matter what, um, because we love fashion, so we would dress different and you know sometimes in high school if you dress a certain way people look at you a little weird but we had a really cool style and we would just dress um dress up going to our internship and I felt like I finally had a tribe of people that validated me and we I validated them and it was a great exchange I was doing something that I loved that I found interest in and it wasn't attached to no man or no little boy because in high school they little boys all right they little boys so Yes, that's that's exactly what helped me in my confidence journey. And then, you know, it went on from there. One thing, though, that I recognized is that confidence, the true confidence comes from internal. The external helps, though, don't get me wrong. Like, when you feel good on the outside, that's why I put makeup on to come onto this onto the show and I, I try to do something with my hair but because I want to feel good and when you feel good you the, your inner confidence just expands but it's temporary because if you do not have internal confidence and when I say internal confidence I mean feeling good about who you are I'm talking about feeling good about your thoughts what you think what you want to do your purpose I'm talking about feeling good about your body, feeling good about how you speak to people. I'm talking about feeling just good about every aspect of yourself that does not have revolve around solely what you look like. I know I said body in there, but I'm talking about any type of body image that you have, whether you gain weight, whether you lose weight, you feel good about yourself. You feel confident about yourself, you know? So, my thing is that confidence is so much stronger when it's internal, but the external helps. So when I was in my low state, because I felt ugly, girl, I the first thing I did was think about, hmm, what are some things that I can change about my outward appearance that could enhance it, right? So no, I'm not talking about no BBL or nothing like that, right? Even though I know... Everybody's getting a BBL, but no, not like that. Like I'm talking about natural change, right? Such as maybe I don't like how my hair looks. Possibly I can watch some YouTube videos to teach me how to do my hair. Maybe I can save up some extra money every month to get my hair done every two weeks. Maybe I can find some glasses that fit my face and fit the fit my face shape. Possibly I can learn how to do my makeup and my eyebrows because I think my eyebrows really frame my face and I think that would really help with how I feel about my outward appearance. Maybe I can find clothes that fit my body shape that would make me feel good in any type of body that I have. That's what I mean about things that you can control. Not physically altering, I mean, but if you want to physically alter your body, everybody has their own, everybody has their own prerogative, you know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is that there are ways that you can enhance your beauty without getting surgical procedures, right? Um, yeah, so that's definitely the very first thing that I've learned to do was even though I recognized that internal confidence was the sauce right i also recognize that external external confidence also 
is has a play in it, right? I have to feel good on the outside to actually put those good vibes in me to feel good, especially for the day, right? For example, when I go to work, I I have a whole ritual waking up, right? But this this kind of goes into my internal and my external confidence, but I'll talk about the external, then I'll go into the internal. So externally, after I do my whole internal thing, I make sure, well, first, you know, I've got to shower every morning, right? Then I always do like a, I always put lotion on all over my body. I never used to put lotion on, but I realized that me putting lotion on, lotion on every day makes me feel so luxurious, right? It makes me feel automatically really good. And then I spray my perfume on myself. So currently I am wearing... I wear two things. I have Daisy by Marc Jacobs. It's Daisy Marc Jacobs, but the scent is Skies. Then I also, ooh, my favorite perfume though, is YSL Libre. And it's the UD Toilette. Oh, those are my two favorite scents. But once I do that whole thing, I make sure I'm lotioned, I'm clean, deodorant, and my perfume for the day. You can't tell me nothing. And then also, I I always make sure that the outfits I wear to work, I feel good in them, I feel comfortable, and it's exactly how I want to portray myself, right? I have a student, I'm going to go on a tangent a little bit, I have a student one day, he said to me, "Mm, Miss Clark, he was like, you "You look like, what did he say to me? He was like, Miss Clark, you look like you got money. I said, how do I, he was, I was like, how? He was like, because the way you dress, he was like, you look like you got money. And then in my head, I'm like, I, first of all, I don't wear name brand things like clothing to work, anything. It really is just Zara pieces. Some things are from H&M. Um, and I thought that was so interesting because he, because he, that is honestly the vibe I go for at work. <laughs> Not that, not the look that, to be like, oh, I have money. That's not the look I'm going for, but more like a luxurious, just a, uh, just a professional, luxurious black girl vibes. That's what I go for. So it's just so interesting that one of my students could really pick that up. He's like, oh, you look like you got money. And I'm like, boy, what you mean? <laughs> I was like, boy, what you mean? I look like I got money. Um. You know what I'm saying? But that that's the vibe. That was the vibe, though. He caught on to the vibe. And that's the point, right? So the point that I'm trying to make is the external helps. But it helps more so when you work on the internal first. Because it's supposed to expand the, the... It's supposed to expand the internal, not do all the internal work. You know what I mean? That's why we got people out here that are lost and confused because they focus so much on the external and not so much on the internal, right? Because they think the external is all that matters. But not chat. You got to work on the internal and the external is what protrudes the internal. That's just what I feel, you know, internal confidence, taking care of that. Um, external helps with the internal. So internally, what I do to make sure that I am my best self coming, going to work every day, I wake up at like 5.30 in the morning and it's before everybody in my house gets up and that's where I find my peace and my quiet, right? Where nobody's walking around trying to get themselves ready for work, where I can literally just spend time with me, with God, and I'll listen to maybe some worship music in the morning or I'll listen to my new thing has been I listen to motivational speeches by Steve Harvey or another culmination of people on YouTube. Um, it's like a mix of just a whole bunch of people just saying motivational words for about 15 minutes. I'll listen to that. I'll work out and I'll listen to um, a podcast. Uh, usually it's spiritually related. Um, or I'll listen to continue listening to music and I'll then start getting myself ready for the day while I listen to all these positive things in filling my brain and at the same time affirming myself I am beautiful I am kind I am going to have a great day at times I, I don't journal every morning but when I do journal, it is between the time of when I first wake up and I'm listening to the music or um, most of the time when I first wake up and I'm listening to the worship music and I just journal my gratitude and what I'm grateful for for the day. And that immediately puts me in a really great and amazing headspace. So 
those are some things that really help with my internal journey, affirming myself, listening to positive motivational things to instill my mind with great things to think and how to be. I work out, I move my body. The point is I'm getting all of those positive mental things in my brain even before I step foot and communicate with the outside world. And that is so important because I'm taking my energy for me first and then, then I'm full so now I can give. So similar to the quote of the day. Recap, I talked about how it took confidence for me to and my sister to talk about the last episode. And I also talked about how no one was really calling me ugly, but I did feel undesirable. And I told, told you this whole story about this dude from South Carolina, how I met him when I was in elementary school and how I went through a whole form of depression in high school because I felt unattractive and I felt like no one wanted me. And I did find my confidence once I started delving deeper into my interest in fashion and meeting a group of people that validated me and also were into the same thing I was into. And were just great people. It was a great exchange of energy. Yeah. Next, here we go. I'm going to talk about how did I end up glowing up my confidence? How did I end up doing it though? I gave you vague scenarios, right? But here we go. We're going to talk about four ways in which I glowed up in my confidence. So for one, I kind of gave you the first one off the bat, which was what could I change about my outward appearance to feel better about how I looked? Um, to make myself feel better about how I looked. So if you have a notebook, I would definitely write these down because Sometimes when you're listening to stuff, it can be really difficult to remember it. Um, I know me, my mom taught me when I was younger that the best way to remember something is to write it down. So I would write it down. If you, I would write the steps down just to remember it if you can. So number one, what could I change about my outward appearance to make myself feel better about how I looked? Could I dress differently? Maybe do my hair in a different style? Maybe I can do makeup to accentuate? As a teenager, I had really bad acne. Um, so my mom sometimes would take me to the dermatologist. Um, but now as an adult, I end up, I actually get monthly facials, which is my own bougie self-care thing for myself, which makes me feel so good about myself. And I don't suffer with acne anymore, but it's just my own thing to take care of my skin. And that's something that makes me feel really good about myself. So my monthly facials, and I have a, a consistent esthetician, and she's amazing. So yeah, what could you change about your outward appearance to make you feel better about how you look? So that's one thing I want you guys to, to think about. And I gave you some examples and I also just gave you this current example of what I do now. Just one thing that I do now in order to help me. Um, another thing that I also did was that I was always very insecure about my teeth and my smile. And now that I do have enough resources to do so, I actually invested in getting Invisalign. So now I have a way to straighten my teeth. I invested in that for myself so that I can feel better about how my teeth look and how my smile looks and on my face. So those are also just two examples that cost money, but things that don't cost money is something like hairstyles. Um, you can learn hairstyles on YouTube. That's what I, that's where I started, um, learning uh, different hairstyles on YouTube. Um, makeup, you can learn that on YouTube. And you can even use the, and if you want to talk about fashion and dressing differently, you can literally take pieces in your closet that look old and disheveled, go on YouTube, go to a thrift store or something like that, and start making it your own. Start dressing how you want to. One thing I struggled with growing up was not wearing things because I was afraid what people think would think about what I just wore. I would be so afraid of that. For what? Why am I afraid? of dressing how I want to dress and sometimes I have to push myself to not be like that anymore because I would literally not wear things because I'd be afraid of people think even though it's something I would really want to wear you know and yeah I that's something that I wish I didn't do when I was younger I would just wear what I wanted to wear because no one's really thinking no who cares <laughs> I had a different style which wasn't like you know that crazy or out there but it was my personal style and me not fully being or wearing exactly what I wanted was just diminishing my myself. 
and diminishing and lowering myself and shrinking myself to be like and conform myself to be like everybody else. And what's the what's the point of this podcast? What did we say in the beginning? Learn to be our authentic selves in a world that tries to conform us to be like everybody else. Come on now. No. <laughs> so that's what I was I was doing. Number two, right? Finding where my interest lied. I also talked about this before too, right? So finding where my interest lied also helped in blowing up my confidence. So I thought about what did I like to do? Where did I want to go? What did I find interesting? What kind of hobbies did I like? What did I want to try out, but I was too afraid to try out? And that basically helped me with my confidence because once you delve into something that you're interested in interested in and then you find that you're good at it or you end up really liking it that makes you feel like wow I am good at something or wow this is so great I can't wait to learn more about it to get better at it and it just makes you feel good about yourself and that's what we want to do we want to cultivate all of the good feelings right number three surrounding myself with others that validated me but did not coddle me you see the key word in here is did not coddle me because there are some people that can validate you but there are some people that can coddle you the difference from coddling and validating is that sometimes when people coddle you they don't exactly tell you what you need to hear they will coddle you oh it's okay you know you can cry cry it out cry tomorrow cry next month take your time listen that's good advice you know telling people to take their time with things But at a certain point, it's like, girl, get up. There's life to live. Girl, get up. You know, at a certain point, it's like, okay, look, you know, we we dealt with our feelings, but there's still life to live. We got to keep going. So my thing is, what I did was I surrounded myself with people that validated me. So they made me feel good about myself. They ensured that I was, you know, making or you know they just they just made this they just ensured that uh i was validated that i knew that that they that they cared about me as a person that they cared about what i was doing and that they validated how i felt and my experiences and made me feel good about myself but they did not coddle me so um they gave me good advice they um gave me great feedback when I wasn't in the right path or not doing the right thing or I hurt somebody, they told me about it. And it was up to me to be like, okay, well, this is just something, a mistake that I made or this is something that I can work on and just work to the better. Not get defensive, not be like, ah, 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 it's no, it's not me, it's you, you the problem. No, <laughs> it's taking accountability for, the, for your growth because with growth, there are you're not you're growing think about when you when you're growing older like when you're going from a toddler to a kid from a kid to a teenager you know how you have those pains in your knees and your joints they're called growing pains for a reason you're stretching it hurts it's growing so and even as a kid you make mistakes and then you learn from the mistakes and when you make those mistakes they don't always feel good but that's a part of your growth that's a part of you leveling up your own mental capacity your own mental um stimulants from a toddler to a child you know so it's the same thing when you are glowing in your confidence maybe there's a time where you're feeling yourself you're feeling real good you and you get and you're getting a little and you're getting a little like arrogant sometimes your friend gotta be like you gotta knock gotta bring that down a couple notches you know what i mean like we get it you love yourself but not that, but there, there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance. And we can easily, on our confidence journey, turn arrogant. And that's not what we want to do. We want to be confident. We want to feel good about ourselves. We don't want to feel like we don't want to feel like we are the best and nobody can touch us. Nah, we just want to feel good about ourselves, for ourselves, by ourselves. That's all, you know. And number four, the last one is setting a goal and achieving that goal. Let me tell you one thing. Last year, I have experienced this, and this has this has rocket 
launched my confidence. I set up a my first time ever hosting an event, and it was a youth event for Honey Glow Up, actually. And I was able to get singers, actors, uh, musicians to be a part of this, in which they spoke to the youth about their journey and their non-traditional career careers. And when I say that, I mean, with the help of my coach, I couldn't have done a lot of things without her for with that process. But when I say that, doing that, hosting my first event, someone that does not even enjoy or not in, does not enjoy, but was once thought that she was shy and was fearful to speak in front of groups of people. For me to host an event of about 30 to, let's say 30 to 40 people and were in the Zoom call was a big deal. And that was a goal of mine. And I achieved it. Launched my confidence. Set a goal. Write, your, write yourself out some goals today or after this podcast, after you, after you finish listening to this. And I want you to actually write out a timeline of when you will complete the goal. What helped me too a lot was um, me and with the help of my coach, we set a date for the event. Once we set the date for the event, I knew that this is the date. This is what I have to do every month up to the date or every week up to the date of the event. And I planned it out. And that is what helped a lot because it gave me a timeline and it held me accountable. Like this is the date and this is what I need things done by. Therefore, like kind of like working backwards in the teacher realm, we call it work like on um, backwards design. So it's like starting from the end and working yourself up to where you are currently. So yeah, that's what I did. So trust me, set a goal and plan to achieve that goal because we can set tons of goals you know it's a brand it's a brand new year it's january so i'm sure y'all have so many resolutions right but the way to actually achieve those goals is to set a date to when you when you want to accomplish something when do you want to have this by when do you want to lose 20 pounds by it's january 17th when do you want to and how many weeks do you want to lose five pounds how long does it is it going to take you then from there, you build on what your workout regimen is going to look like, what your eating habits are going to look like. You build from there. Let's build from there. So one, we have what could I change about my outward appearance. Two, finding where your interest lies. Three, surrounding myself with others that validated me but did not coddle me because we do not want people that coddle you, yo. Those, no. And four, setting a goal and achieving that goal. Remember those things. That is definitely how I, what some of the in short ways of how I ended up glowing up my confidence. Honestly, that is why for the company, you've got this tutoring. That's why there we ensure that confidence is something that our tutors focus on a lot with our students. Because confidence is the building blocks and the foundation to so many different things. I've had students in my classrooms that literally don't do anything, not because they can't do it, but because they don't believe they can do it. As a teacher, I ensure, or as an educator, I ensure that, or I try to ensure that I reinforce them with positivity and make sure that they know that they can do it. But that's where the methodology comes from with the tutoring company. You've got this, a positive affirmation. You've got this. So it's the same thing with your confidence. You may feel low. Maybe today you feel like it's the end of the world. It's COVID everywhere. Everybody's getting sick, especially in New York and everywhere else. But you've got this. You've got this. You can level up your confidence. You can grow more than you have ever. It is not the end. If you woke up today, and regardless of what the state of the world looks like, if you woke up today, 
and you have focused on your internal, if you focus, just focus on your internal world, you can cultivate your internal world any way that you want it to be. Any way you want it to be. So no matter what the external world looks like, you can cultivate your internal world however you like it to be. And it goes back to what I was saying before about how even though the external emanates, like it should emanate the internal, right? It should it should make the internal shine brighter, right? It should help you with that internal confidence. That's not all. Because if you cultivate a strong inner working what you look like on the outside is not going to even matter to you no more you're going to care about yourself but because you have such an inward knowing about who you are what you like how you feel about yourself what you contribute to the world it's not going to matter what the outside looks like to you the same thing with what's going on outside in this world you can cultivate your inner world it don't have nothing you don't have to have nothing to do with what the outside looks like and remember i want you to remember that you can cultivate your inner world no matter what it looks like on the outside just know that there's a reason and a purpose for every single thing and you can change only what you can change and what you can change and what you can alter is your attitude to certain situations. And that's one thing that in this season I'm learning to accept. And that's the same thing that goes with number one and how I ended up blowing up, right? What can I change about myself and about my outward appearance to make myself feel better? What can I change? There's some things that I can't change about myself. For example, I have a huge insecurity about my forehead. My forehead is, I got a long forehead. I mean, I, I, I inherited it, right? But there ain't nothing I can do about it. But how can I wear my hair so I can make it work for me? You can only change what you can change. You can become more confident if you're not. I believe in you. I do. You can do anything. You really can. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I'm so grateful and thankful that you guys are growing with me, that you're listening to me and that we're all glowing and growing together. I have some really great things coming in the next couple weeks for you guys. So I'm excited, so excited for you guys to see where Honey Glow is going to go. I mean, girl, y'all, I'm excited to see where it's going to go, you know, because you can have a vision for something, but, and you can see it happen, but when it actually comes to fruition, you're like, wow, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Like, I can't believe we're here. So again, thank you for rocking with me. I want you guys to follow us on social media at H-O-N-G-L-O-W-U-P. And you can follow my social media, my personal page at T.J-A-Y-C. Looking forward to another episode with you guys next week and stay blessed and I will talk to you soon.